the Pakistan we lost. A Pakistani is someone who speaks Urdu, but is he? The founder of Pakistan, the father of the nation, Qaid-e-Azam Muhammad Ali Jinnah, barely spoke Urdu. Are people going to say the man who made Pakistan is not Pakistani? There are over 50 languages that are spoken in Pakistan. Is a Baloch who does not understand Urdu not a Pakistani? How about someone who has never been out of Sawat and does not understand Urdu? You would be hard-pressed to find another country where the national language of the country is spoken by a minority in the country. Urdu is the mother tongue of less than 10% of Pakistanis. It was even less at the time of partition. After 76 years of a nationalization project in which Urdu was made compulsory, everything was telecast in Urdu, still the majority of Pakistan most likely is not fluent in Urdu at all. It is a complete lie that Urdu is spoken and understood by everyone in Pakistan. You will struggle getting directions from a Lahori in Andrun Lahore if you don't know Punjabi. Let alone expect all the people in Layathar Parker or Lodalai to be fluent in Urdu. Urdu is never a language native to a large section of the populace in Pakistan. Now there are many arguments that are presented to justify the imposition of Urdu as a national language on Pakistan. Yes, imposition. We call it as it is here on the Pakistan experience. The first argument is that Urdu was made the national language because it was not the language of any of the provinces. It is like you went on a drive with the family, the son wanted McDonald's, the daughter wanted KFC, the mother wanted to eat at Monal, but the dad took everyone to eat at Sevar Pulau because that was not the choice of anyone. A bureaucratic elite that was dominated by people from the Urdu-speaking provinces of India decided that Urdu will be the national language of Pakistan. That is what happened. It was their language. It was their culture. And that is what they wanted the culture of Pakistan to be. The argument that Urdu was a great unifier holds no merit because Urdu has failed to unify Pakistan. It directly resulted in Pakistan being divided. In the murder of history, KK Aziz writes that even if we accept that there is a unifying advantage to Urdu, it is offset by this move suffocating the Punjabi language, putting hurdles in developing Balochi as a written language, creating resentment in Sindh and resulting in East Pakistan being Pakistan no more. KK Aziz further argues how giving all the credit for the creation of Pakistan to Aligarh and UP erases the role of movements in Bengal that helped create Pakistan. It was only fair for the people in East Pakistan to ask for Bengali to be recognized as a state language as well. When riots were already breaking out in East Pakistan over the language issue, Qaid-e-Azam Muhammad Ali Jinnah made a speech in Dhaka in early 1948, where he declared Urdu and Urdu alone will be the state language. No doubt that the state language of Pakistan is going to be Urdu and no other language. The language issue was the start of Bengalis feeling alienated and exploited by West Pakistan. You can draw a through line from the language movement to the creation of Bangladesh in 1971. It is not the erasure of identity being supplanted forcefully with another that leads to national unity it is the recognition and celebration of multiple identities it is the acknowledgement of each other that leads to unity unity through strength in diversity whereas imperialism only results in a reassertion of identities identities that people feel are being stolen away from them and if language is how we communicate 
what's a bigger identifier than that you cannot tell people that have been bengali for centuries that their language was not muslim enough or not pakistani enough in december 1948 the education minister of pakistan mr fazlur rahman even asked for the script of the bengali language to be changed into the arabic or urdu script for the sake of the islamic ideology can you even imagine somebody telling all of pakistan to change the script of urdu to be roman how would you all feel this is why i call it the imposition of urdu it was not a cool extra credit class that you could opt into post school the suppression of other identities was made essential for the imposition of this new identity and that national identity was linked to islam this leads us to the second argument that is made that urdu is a muslim language how can languages have religion our sindhi is not muslims our bengali is not muslims this is a colonial idea the british in their infinite desire to categorize things to make sense of a culture they knew nothing about often made such foolish assertions how we adopted them uncritically without questioning is something that i cannot fathom it was the british and their language teaching policies that led to the spread of urdu in north india persian was the official language of administration before that and the ashrafia of north india spoke urdu at home Tariq Rahman's article on the teaching of Urdu in British India goes into the detail of all of this. He argues that Urdu's precursor was Hindavi. Ironically, it was the British who were the first to teach Urdu in the subcontinent formally in 1800 and a few decades later started teaching it to Indians, including teaching the Bible in what they called Hindustani. Tariq Rahman further writes that the British attempt at sidelining Persian failed. However, in 1864, Sayyid Ahmed Khan wrote that him and his fellow Muslims strongly disliked reading Urdu. It was much later that Urdu became an identity for Indian Muslims of North India, and Sir Sayyid Ahmed Khan also came around to it. And then came the Hindi-Urdu divide as well. So this idea that Urdu was always the language of the Muslims of the subcontinent is foolish. It is obvious that languages do not have a religion. Some people in Pakistan were very angry when Javed Akhtar said Urdu belongs to Hindustan. But that is a fact. Urdu was and continues to be a language of India. The language was even called Hindustani by some people. In present day India over 70 million people are native speakers of Urdu and tens of millions more must understand it. Even if we say 10% of Pakistanis are native speakers of Urdu then the population would be 23 million. which is not even one third of that of india i have no issues with javed akhtar owning urdu as an indian if he says pakistanis also cannot own urdu then maybe i would have a problem but the fact that more people in india are native speakers of india and speak and understand urdu means it is their language too it's beautiful that urdu is protected promoted and celebrated in india till recently all bollywood scripts used to be in urdu that is because bollywood culture comes from the old parsi theater companies in north india during the british era where the scripts of plays were in urdu and this brings me to the third argument people make if not urdu then what language should have been the national language the argument presupposes the need for a national language the imposition of urdu did not help keep pakistan united but we see urdu thriving in india despite not being a national language Interestingly, India does not have a national language. Article 343.1 of the Indian Constitution says that Hindi is the official language, 
but no language has the status of a national language. 22 languages are recognized. If India has managed to stay united, promote regional languages, not face any issues people said we would face if Urdu is not made the national language, then can we at least in hindsight accept that making Urdu alone the national language of Pakistan was probably maybe not the greatest of ideas? If some people think that the difference between being the official language and the national language is merely semantic, then they need to know that English and Urdu both are the official languages in Pakistan. But in practice, English continues to be the official language, with the Supreme Court recently chastising the government for not making Urdu the official language. This really speaks to our national confusion about our identity. Chief Justice Umarata Bandial said we should also learn Arabic and Persian, like our forefathers. Like our what? I don't know many Pakistanis whose forefathers were Arabic. The spread of petrodollars has given Pakistanis the false notion that we too were Arabic. Watching Artugrul all day probably makes the next generation think we are all Turks. The destruction of our history to make it seem like Mughal history is Pakistan's history. Instead of the history of Sindh, Punjab, KP and Balochistan, think back to when you were in school. Did you learn the history of these regions? Who were the heroes from these places? Or were you taught that we were Mughals, then the Pakistan movement happened and Pakistan was created? A very narrow, specific history of Muslim North India became the history of Pakistan. And that also is the problem with the imposition of a national language. It cannot be looked at in isolation. It came as a part of a whole project where regional identities were seen as a threat to the unity of Pakistan. Asserting that you were Baloch, Sindhi, Pashtun or Bengal was seen as being treasonous. Punjabis largely readily adopted the new Pakistani identity. They relegated the Punjabi language in favour of Urdu. But all the other peripheries felt alienated, suppressed and exploited. And this is the reason why I'm saying today we lost something by imposing Urdu. In the same aforementioned judgement, Chief Justice Umar Atta Bandial also said, we will lose our identity without our mother tongue. But interestingly, most of our mother's primary language was not Urdu. And an overwhelming majority of our grandmother's mother tongue was not Urdu. If what you're saying is true, then why was the identity of millions stolen from them? And why were they lied to about what their mother tongue is? How am I free in a country where I'm not even allowed to speak the tongue of my forefathers? We do not even seem to know what the tongue of our forefathers is. The Bandiyal tribe comes from the Juts of North India, who were agricultural farmers. So most likely, Mr. Umarata Bandiyal's ancestors themselves probably never spoke or understood Arabic or Persian. If Chief Justice Umarata Bandiyal is from the same tribe, then his mother tongue is Punjabi, not Urdu. If we're not even going to know who we are, how will we know who we are meant to be? I tweeted about not being able to read or write Sindhi being a tragedy for me. And I was told for it, but this is exactly what creates our national confusion. When I think about the greatest writer that has ever lived, my mind cannot think beyond Shakespeare. All my education was in English. For years I taught about how great Shakespeare is. I speak two languages, the language of my colonizer better than my country's. And the language of my forefathers? Not at all. Is this not tragic? How will I ever think the Sindhi language has any merit if I'm not even able to understand what Shah Abdul Latif Bithai wrote? There is a public holiday on his death, but how many of you can even tell me one poem written by him?
when i think a language has no merit then i'm bound to think that those who speak that language also have no merit this is why people treat sindhi as a joke subject while doing their metric this is why a school in punjab finds students for speaking a foul language like punjabi the language of bullesha varsha amrita pritam is a foul language for some of our urban elite right next door indians are celebrating diljit dosanth forming a punjabi concert at coachella and the urban elite in pakistan thinks bullesha is probably just some lyricist for coke studio bullesha was revolutionary but how many people in punjab are trying to be bullesha people in elite schools in lahore try to be like their favorite show on netflix because they're taught to be ashamed of who they really are some of these new english babus feel ashamed when they see their parents speak punjabi It's very easy for most of Pakistan to see the class divide that is created between the English speaking population and those who cannot speak in English. But people who don't suffer from it fail to see the similar class divide for Urdu. People in Pakistan who cannot speak or read Urdu have a wide array of opportunities that are never open to them. Now if a Pakistani has to learn Urdu and English for their economic opportunities that is already two languages. Obviously students see learning a third language even if it is their mother tongue as a complete waste of time. At the most elite schools in Lahore, students see more merit in learning French than they do learning Punjabi. Let alone students in Punjab learning Pashto, Balochi, or Sindhi. The best they can do is read subtitles for Kanayari. Even today, the supposed intellectual elite of Pakistan fails to understand this. When they talk about an identity crisis or being confused about identity, they still talk about the Pakistani identity, an identity that they force to be singular. If there is to be a Pakistani identity, that identity should be a mosaic. and that is the idea that would have been reflected if all the languages were recognized and celebrated rather than a single language being imposed despite riots against it from the majority of the country the other arguments for it hold no merit as well if the idea is that if urdu was not promoted then how would different people from pakistan have communicated with each other are we assuming nobody from this region spoke to each other before partition was there not rampant trade and movement across these regions before partition You drive from Karachi to Lahore and you will see languages and dialects organically evolve. The Saraiki spoken close to Sindh will be different from the Saraiki spoken a little further north. That is how we naturally communicate. The notion that this needed state intervention at the cost of alienating tens of millions is frankly ridiculous. Urdu is a beautiful language. I hope Urdu was spread in Pakistan with love through the works of Ghalib and Faiz, through art, through poetry, through theater, through films. None of what I have said is meant to be anything against Urdu as a language. It is the state and its imposition through violence that is barbaric. That is something that we should all oppose. Urdu is beautiful. Well, Saraiki is also beautiful. I would have been equally against the imposition of Saraiki to be the only national language of Pakistan, and even that would have made more sense because more people spoke and understood Saraiki than Urdu. the axe that was held up against the bengalis in 1948 is the same axe that fell on them in 1971 your words become your actions and if you see them as your enemy for just speaking their own language then it's not them who are the traitors it is you who is the oppressor i will end this with the words of professor manan ahmed associate professor of history at the columbia university and the author of loss of hindustan He talks about how colonial ideas were adopted by the people drafting the nationalization project to impose Urdu on Pakistan. Since we take 1947 में सात फीसद लोग उर्दू बोलते और समझते थे, 
सो दिस दिस नोशन का मुझे तो इतना एविडेंस नहीं मिला वुड यू हैव एनी आइडिया कि ये हिंदुस्तानी वाज स्पोकन एवरीवेयर इन दिस रीजन इज दैट ट्रू देखिए सबसे बड़ी बात यार हमें इस इस मौजू पे जो एहसास हमें रखना चाहिए वो ये है कि मोनोलिंगुइज्म जो है ना कि आपको एक जुबान में एक्सेस है दैट्स अ अगेन अ वेरी कॉलोनियल एंड मॉडर्न आइडिया कि आपका आपकी तारीख या आपकी तमदन या आपकी समाजी बैक एंड फोर्थ और आपकी कारोबारी बैक एंड फोर्थ ऑल हर चीज के लिए एक जुबान अगर आप फरिश्ता की एग्जाम्पल ले लें यू नो अठारहवीं सत्रहवीं सदी में सो फरिश्ता हैज एक्सेस टू संस्कृत हैज एक्सेस टू फारसी हैज एक्सेस टू अरबी हैज एक्सेस टू दकनी which is a uh, which is which is something that is uh, kind of emerging uh, at the moment that he is uh, he is writing um and uh, definitely has access to marathi he is moving through all of these languages for different types of transactions agar aapne ye karna to aapne agar aapne shayari karni to aapne dakni mein karni hai agar aapne karobari karobar karne hai to aapne you know gujarati mein karni hai ya aapne marathi mein karni hai agar aapne tareekh likhni hai to aapne farsi mein likhni hai और आप नन ऑफ दीज लैंग्वेजेस डिटरमिन हाउएवर फरिश्ताज ओन रिलेशनशिप टू दक्कन या हिज ओन रिलेशनशिप टू हिज हिज ओन जीनियोलॉजिकल स्पेस अब जब आप 1800 में गिलक्रिस्ट जो आपकी पहली ग्रामर है जो कलोनियल पहली कलोनियल ग्रामर है वो हिंदुस्तानी लैंग्वेज में उसको कहते उसका टाइटल है ग्रामर ऑफ हिंदुस्तानी लैंग्वेज अब उस उस 1800 में एटीन में ये ये आइडिया है कि देर इज अंग्वेज ऑफ लॉ whether it's vedantic law or it's muslim law so arabic arabic or 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 or, uh, or sanskrit and then there is a language for which um the east india company can employ for its commercial and everyday purposes jisse aap jab aap hindustani grammar ko dekhte hain gilkrist ke uske andar jo misalein di hui hain na usne likhi hui hain ki ye ye sentences padho wo kya hai idhar aao darwaza kholo khana lagao right that's that those are the examples so this is a hindustani as a colonial language in order to transact with the colonized subject as we move forward after 1857 and there is a you know someone like ghalib again is writing in persian he's writing in urdu he is very conscious that when he's writing in persian he's he's speaking in within one particular um you know lineage of poetry poetical tradition जब जब वो उर्दू में लिख रहा है तो वो स्पीकिंग टू अनदर सेट ऑफ पोएट्स अनदर सेट ऑफ पोएट्रिक कंडीशन ही डूइंग बोथ ऑफ दिस सेम बोथ ऑफ दिस थिंग्स जब आप मीर को देखते हैं गालिब से पहले सो ही इज ही इज इवन मोर कपेशियस इन हिज डिफरेंट रजिस्टर्स आप समवन लाइक शाह वलील्ला को देख लें जो अरबी में किताबें लिख रहे हैं जो फारसी में किताबें लिख रहे हैं जो उर्दू में लिख रहे हैं सो all of these things are available to different layers of society for different projects by the time you turn to the urdu hindi controversy ke bhai hindi jo hai wo urdu script uh, devnagari script mein urdu jo hai wo uh, you know um, arabic persian arabic script mein aur unki grammars alag hain aur unme urdu mein se humne sanskriti aur apobhramsha lafz nikalne hain aur devnagari mein se humne uh, hindi mein se humne फारसी के शब्द निकालने इस तरह की चीजें करनी टाइम यू गेट टू दैट दैट पार्ट ऑफ आवर इक्वेशन द आइडिया ऑफ कम्युनिटी इज व्हाट्स डिराइविंग इट नॉट द अदर वे अराउंड इट्स व्हाट कॉन्स्टिट्यूट्स अ मुस्लिम 
Yeah. And what constitutes a Hindu? That's the issue. 1800 by 1890, जब ये languages का एक बन रहा है आपके उर्दू और हिंदी दो अलग languages हैं. अब उसके बाद अब पाकिस्तान के अंदर जो होता है कि पाकिस्तान says कि भाई अगर हमने nationalism define करना है, we have to define it against the Bengalis who have Bangla. And what script is Bangla written in? In Bengali script, which is yeah. close to Devanagari script. So that's that's a reproduction of the Urdu-Hindi argument within the Pakistani uh, sphere. Or then, from there, I think the the logic of 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 language dominance becomes more and more um, acute. So Punjabiyat ko Urdu Urdu dani me samet dena ki bhai Punjabi jo hai jo dominant hai. टेक्निकली डोमिनेंट है मेजोरिटी है उनको उनकी पंजाबियत को निकाल के उसमें उर्दू डाल दिया आई मीन दैट्स अ नेशनल प्रोजेक्ट तो ये इसमें जो हमें पाकिस्तानी में पढ़ाया जाता है कि एक्चुअली उर्दू इसलिए थी कि तो लिंगवा फ्रेंका थी देयर जस्ट रिप्रोड्यूसिंग द कॉलोनियल आर्गुमेंट और इसकी कोई एक्चुअल बेसिस नहीं है कि इस रीजन में लिंगवा फ्रेंका थी उर्दू देखिए अगेन अमीर खुसरू जो है उसने मेरी किताब में मैंने आई साइट वन ऑफ हिज वन ऑफ हिज You know, उसने लिखा हुआ है कि भी हिंदुस्तान सबसे सबसे अच्छी जगह क्यों है दुनिया में हिंदुस्तान तो अब उसकी अपनी लिस्ट में उस लिस्ट में उसने जबान पे भी काफी तोजा दी कि जबानें जो हिंदुस्तान की जबानें मगर उसका आर्ग्यूमेंट क्या है वो कहता है कि हिंदुस्तान में ये सब जबाने बेसिकली French in the colony. <laughs> That's why it's lingua franca. It's how the business of the colony can happen in the colonial language. 